I'm Cesar Rubio, five-time past master of Palm Springs Laws number 693, and this is Masonic Muscle, where we focus on the strongest aspect of Freemasonry, a virtuous education of the mind, fortifying it with wise and serious truths, encouraging all brethren to increase their level of fitness one degree at a time, making exercise and study a cornerstone of your daily routine, because Freemasonry is work. When you put in the work, get closer and closer to the point within the circle. Masonic Muscle, we give you more light, but no light weights. We're here to pump you up, body, mind, and soul. Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Masonic Muscle. First of all, you know what time it is from the East Coast to the West Coast. All of you brethren, all of these jurisdictions that still are practicing the ancient art of memorization, have you been studying your ritual cipher? Have you been putting in the work to memorize? And not only just to memorize it, but to memorize it so well that you begin to make it your own. So that when it's time for you to deliver your lines, it's as if you're just having a conversation and you're putting the emphasis that you want on it. Have you been studying the first, second, third degrees material that your Grand Lodge has put out? For those jurisdictions out there who have Masonic leadership retreats, have you signed up for them? Have you taken any of them? Have you taken the time to study anything that has to do with leadership that would help improve the quality of the experience at your lodge? If not, why not? Have you begin or began to study the mysterious origins of Freemasonry? Or for that matter, the foundational documents of Freemasonry and in future episodes, I will get into that as to what I mean. What are the foundational documents, in my opinion, of Freemasonry? Because that will give you a focus. There's so much unexplored in there that anybody can take and create a curriculum around that that will help focus your not only you but your lodge. How about that? Today I'm going to have a very special episode. They're all special. This one is more special. <laughs> and it's called The Best Exercise Any Master Mason Can Do To Help Him Be Able to Wield The Master's Gavel and be worthy of it. Now you might be thinking, well, what is that? That sounds kind of interesting. Well, if we correlate exercise with Freemasonry, which is what I've been attempting to do ever since I started this podcast, to encourage my brethren to get up off of their asses, go do some push-ups, go do some squats, Practice better nutrition, drink more water, get better rest, 
get out there and get some sun, some fresh air. Work out in the open where the sun rises in the east, the sun at meridian height, and as the sun is in the west at the close of the day, you get all the benefits of the sun, the fresh air, the vegetation out there. And if we try and correlate it with Freemasonry, which is what we've been trying to do, well, what, what would be the best exercise, you say, or I say? Is anybody even saying that? Well, I am. I'm asking. Let's explore some of them. You got the common gavel. In order to be strong enough to wield this common gavel, you apply this to your garage gym or your gym. Well, you have to have strong grip. Whether you have big hands or small hands, in Freemasonry, that doesn't matter because we're taught the grip, whether you have a big hand or a small hand. But have you ever given a handshake and the handshake, it's kind of a weird handshake because the grip was kind of weak, like a weeny little handshake. And you're wondering, what the hell? So what exercises are out there to increase your grip strength? Well, there's a bunch of them, you know, from directly doing these grip exercises, these grip machines that are given out there. It's like a giant spring and you squeeze it and there's different levels of resistance. And as you get stronger, you're able to close that little grip thingy. There's also, they call them, uh, I don't know, well, it's, you get the, like a 45-pound plate and you pinch it and you hold it with your fingertips. And because of that motion, you are strengthening your fingers, your whole hand, your forearm, your wrist, your shoulders, because you've got to hold this weight up. There's also the classic ones where you get newspaper and you just crunch it up over and over and over again until your grip gets tired. You can do fingertip push-ups. Fingertip push-ups are an excellent exercise. That's something that I use when I played baseball to strengthen my grip so that I can be able to handle the baseball bat better. There's also a bunch of grip exercises, forearm exercises with the baseball bat. And you can increase the intensity by using a heavier and heavier bat. This will also help you increase your strength. But that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the exercise I'm talking about that will give you the strength, that will give any master mason the strength to be able to wield the gavel of a master of a lodge with authority, with grace, with honor, and to be worthy to be able to lift that hammer. Well, you say, well, you got to have strong arms, so, you know, some bicep exercises. Yeah, there's a bunch of bicep exercises out there. All you got to do is go online, go on YouTube, and you're going to find a ton of different routines that just blow your biceps up. Biceps meaning 
two different, two different sets of muscles in that area. That's why it's called the bicep. Duh. And so you find these exercises, the routines that you like, and you begin to practice them, and you just blow up your freaking biceps. Bam. And it's a small group of muscles, so it doesn't take much. And at least you'll be able to pick it up. Pick up that gavel, yeah, with your bicep. And as you're picking it up, you know, you're flexing your bicep. You're like, yeah, what's up now? And your forearm, too. You're like, oh, yeah, look at that. Man, forearm and bicep are huge. Everyone's going to respect me now, but not really. Well, you said, well, what about the tricep? You know, the arm muscles, the arms really look impressive when those triceps are worked hard. There's three heads, hence the triceps, and so you can really blow them up. Now, when you really blow up your triceps, that really creates an impressive arm because it's bigger, so it's going to fill up your sleeves. And there's all kinds of different routines as well, from the push-up to the bench press, close grip bench press, to the bar dips with added weight, to the skull crushers. There's a ton, a ton of tricep exercises that you can do to blow up your triceps so that you're able to just throw down that gavel, bam, in a downward motion, like if you're hammering something. So they, the brethren can respect you so that when they're talking out of place, you just gavel them. Bam! You're talking out of order. I'm the master. But that won't give you the power. So what exercise, what other exercise am I, could I be talking about? Well, the trap bar deadlifts, which I have touted throughout my entire year and a half, two years of producing these podcasts, because of the added weight and you step inside of the trap bar and you have to use your grip, it's like a grip, it's like a squat uh, lift is what it is, more, more of a squat lift. And as you begin to get stronger and stronger and you add more and more weight, all of that weight is bearing on your, on your grip. If you get really good at trap bar deadlifts, your grip is going to give out before your legs or your lower back. Because the grip will be the weak link. But because by virtue of the way you have to perform this exercise, your grip is automatically going to get stronger along with your forearms, along with your shoulders and your lower back, giving you more strength to be able to pick up that gavel whenever you have to and have the strength to do it and bring it down when you have to in order to bring order to your lodge, order out of chaos. That can't possibly be the secret, the best exercise, is it? Well, you have to have some, also strengthen your back and your shoulders, and your back, wait a minute, what? Well, some rows, some pull-ups. That's a compound movement. That's a, that's a win-win. You're becoming more efficient with your workout. You're, if you do a pull-up and you get really good at them, you can begin to add weight. And this pull-up, you're working your, your grip, your forearms, your biceps, especially your biceps, it's hitting them hard. 
your back, all of your back, and you can switch up the grip width to hit different areas of your back and also different areas of your biceps. Will this give you the strength needed to be able to sit in the east and wield the gavel with honor to the fraternity, with dignity, with authority? What do you think? Think about it. Is that the exercise? How about if we get a bunch of sledgehammers, different sizes, different weights, and we practice swinging it like a hammer until, until our motion becomes automatic. And the stronger you get, you move on to the next sledgehammer. It's heavier now, bigger, bigger, wider grip. And, and your hands and your fingers and your grip and all the, all the muscles that are needed for the motion of picking up that gavel, wrapping three times, or wrapping twice, or wrapping once, all those muscles that are used to do that are being worked. But is that the greatest exercise that a master mason can do in order for him to wield that gavel? Have you guessed it? Have you guessed the exercise? Maybe I shouldn't say anything anymore. Maybe I should just leave it like that, like a cliffhanger, and then come back you know, the next week. But I won't do that to you. Because the fraternity right now, up and down the state, and throughout all the states, need this more than ever. And it's nothing new. If you go back and look at articles that were written, documents that were written by master masons, past masters, past grandmasters, lamenting about what's wrong with the fraternity, you will come upon this one truth. And the truth is that the greatest exercise that any master mason can perform in order for, to make him strong, give him the strength to wield the master's gavel with authority, with honor, with dignity, is educating himself on what Freemasonry really is and is not. And having the strength and the balls to stand for what he believes that is. And of course, being able to point other Master Masons, fellow crafts, inner apprentices to these documents themselves so they can read it for themselves and digest it. Because those are the future leaders of this fraternity. Just like at our lodge, we've been tasked to create the future leaders of not only our lodge, but hopefully of the fraternity. All lodges, I believe, are tasked with this. But that cannot be done as effectively as it should be 
unless they have a sure foundation and a sure understanding, a solid understanding of what Freemasonry is and what it's supposed to do. And you might be asking, well, now that you asked that, well, what, what is Freemasonry supposed to do? I will leave that up to you. I will leave that up to you to find that out. Write back to me at MasonicMuscle357 at gmail.com with your responses. Maybe we can have a talk about it. Maybe we can, and when I say a talk, I'm talking about a podcast. I'm talking about an episode. Let's have this talk. What is Freemasonry supposed to be? What is it not supposed to be? Because I think when you go back and you're thinking about it throughout the day after a stated meeting, after a degree or after a lecture or what have you, and you have the rest of the week and you're working and you're living your life, you probably have come upon some pretty astute observation as to what it is not, but not so much as to what it is and what it's supposed to do. So I will leave that up to each and every single one of you. Go out there, dig into the foundational documents, and I'll be sharing these foundational documents as time goes by. They're not that many, but the ones that are out there are extremely enlightening, extremely enlightening for us to be able to know what they are, begin to dig into them. And for those of you who will say, well, there isn't that much meat in them, you're missing a whole lot in there. I'm telling you right now. You're going to be missing a whole ton of valuable information that will help you launch your understanding and your education to the next level and possibly help others. So get out there, jump in the breach. What are you waiting for? Freemasonry needs you. Freemasonry no longer needs Masons, any more Masons that need to be led. Freemasonry needs Masonic leaders that can lead us. I will leave you with that. Get to it. Right now. These strong sessions are calculated to inculcate in the mind of the novitiate the importance of subduing our passions and improving ourselves in masonry, feeding the attentive ear with the sound of the instructive tongue, endeavoring to add to the common stock of knowledge and understanding, effectively spreading the cement of knowledge and wisdom, and hopefully some good will towards exercising. Get out there and get your walking in. Open up your ciphers. Study, memorize, and just do it.